This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Today was Yud Gimbal Sivan. So there's a whole controversy about Yud Gimbal Sivan, whether or not you do or don't say Tachnon on Yud Gimbal Sivan. What's the debate about? Because we mentioned before Shavuos that there are more rights in two places that we don't say Tachanun starting from Rosh Chodesh uh, Sivan until, until Isruchag. So the Mashmois of the Ramah is very clear that after Isruchag, we're back to saying Tachanun. Isruchag was Tuesday. So by Wednesday, very, very Litvish places, we're back to saying Tachanun already because that's what the Ramah writes in Shulchan Aruch. That was the practice of the Chazinish to follow what it says in Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah says after Isruchag, you're back to business. So why were many people not saying Tachanun? So it's based on the Magen Avram. The Magen Avram writes, some people have a practice that for the days following Shavuos, they also don't say Tachanun. Why? So Mr. Bru quotes the Magen Avram, and he says, because these are what's called makeup days for the carbon. What is that based on? That's the Gemara and Chagiga. The Gemara says in Chagiga that Atzeres, Shavuos, <clears throat> just like Pesach and Sukkot, Atzeres carried a makeup date for the carbonus. Like every Yom Tif, there were specific carbonus. So if you missed bringing those carbonus, you had seven days, the Gemara says, to make up for those carbonus. Very nice, beautiful. Now the question is, does that Gemara translate into Halach and Afkeminas? Meaning, Avada the Gemara says, Bizman Abes Mikdash, you had seven days to make up your carbonus. But we don't have a base Mikdash. So does that Gemara somehow translate Halacha that you shouldn't say Tachem? So some people say, yeah, you see from that Gemara that there's a certain Kedusha for these days. But others say, no, you don't say anything from that Gemara. You see, Bizman Shai, Beis Mikdash Kaim, you can bring a carbon. Today there's no Beis Mikdash, there's no Kedusha. But what is interesting is many Rishonim, quite a few Rishonim, have a Gemara, another Gemara in Chagiga. The Rav Yoh quotes from his father, Rabbi Yoyal, who says that you don't, you're not allowed to have Hesper Vitainus during these days as well. He has a Gemara, which we don't have. He had a different Gears in the Gemara. But he had a Gears in the Gemara that said that the subsequent days after Shavuos carries an Isra Hesper Vitainus. Therefore, says the Rav Yoh from his father, that my father wouldn't say Tachlan during those days. Oh, so now we already have a source. If the Gemara Taka says that these days are so significant that there's an Isra Hesper Vitainus, so if there's an Isra Hesper Vitainus, so then it makes sense not to say Tachlan as well. Not all, most Rishayim didn't have the Gears. So you open up our Vilna Shas, doesn't say that in our Gemara. That's why the Ramah didn't have that. The Ramah thought, Kipshuta. However, there is such a concept like that in the Rishonim. The Chagiyankiv, Yaakov Raisha, on the bottom of the Shachonar, takes it a step further. He quotes a massive Chiddush. He says, let's say the whole Shavuos, you forgot to say Shechiyanu. You were totally in another world, right? You didn't say Shechiyanu the whole two days of Shavuos. Says the Chagiyankiv, you can make it up during these days as well. The same way I can make up a carbon during these days, Pascha Zechik Yankiv, you can make up a Shechiyanu. Now he doesn't, at the end of his shtickle, he disagrees with this psak, but he mentions such a psak, which means that these days are not just theoretical makeup days for a carbon, they're practical days for the makeup of the Shechiyanu. So if you buy into that, then you've got to buy into it all the way, which means that you hold these days have Kedusha, and therefore there's, no, there's an Isra Hesper Vatainis, therefore you shouldn't say Tachlan. But you can't have it both ways. You can't not say Tachan and then have big eulogies during these days also. You can't have it both ways. Because the whole Mekar of why not to say Tachanun is from this Rav Yoh who says that there's a Gemara that says there's an Isra Hesper Vitaitis. So well, the way it developed, in my opinion, is more and more shuls that I think shouldn't, shouldn't be following this practice decided to stop saying Tachanun during these days. The yeshivas, many of the Lutzvashi yeshivas, stick to the gun. They stick to the Ramon, they do say Tachanun. In Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim, the minute was always not to say Tachanun during, during these days, Al-Pi Hagra. 
Why? Because we know that many of the original Toshvei Yerushalayim were Tamidim of the Gra. So when they developed the Neretz as well, they developed Menhagi Agra. So the Gra, Taka bought into this very strongly, that you shouldn't say Tachon. So in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim, it's much more popular than here in America. Here in America, it used to be only certain Hasidic groups, and now well, every, every shul does it. I was very surprised to see even very, what I consider Lutzvish shuls, are joining the bandwagon not to say Tachon. Supposedly, I have to ask Aaron Dover to double check, but I think in MTJ they say that Ramosha, in, 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 in the yeshiva, they don't say Tachon during these days. And they asked Ramosha once about it. And Ramosha said, it's a machalik, he's showing him. He says he think it crept its way in from the chassidim. Because the chassidim used to not say Tachon. And again, it's brought down by the Magen Avram. The Magen Avram wasn't chassidish. He lived, you know, about 200 years before the chassidic movement got anywhere. So it wasn't, the Magen Avram wasn't chassidish, but the chassidim very much picked up this custom to not say Tachon. What's interesting is, is when do you start the clock? The Gemara says you have seven days. So when do you start the clock? From the first day of Shavuos, from the second day of Shavuos, how does this clock work? So the Shari Tshuva writes that it goes ad v'loyad, it goes up to 12. And he writes, but some places have a minog, he says it goes up to 12, but not 13, which is today. Today you go back to regular. However, he writes, some people say no. Today also, Sveik in the Aymah. Today is a Sveikah Diyem. We don't know if today is really 13 or 12. Therefore, says the Shari Chuv, we call it such a practice that you don't say Tachman today because it's Sveikah Diyem. So uh, right away, Shalom Zalman points out, he says, what's Sveikah Diyem? This whole discussion is not for people in Chutzlars. Why? Because if I'm in Chutzlars, I'm not bringing a carbon in Chutzlars. There's no Karbanas in America. Right? There's no Beis in America. Right? So where is Karbanas brought? In Eretz Yisrael. And Eretz Yisrael is no Sveikah Diyem. So therefore, argues of Shlomo Zalman, it makes no sense to tell me, to tell me that I shouldn't say Tachlon today because of Sveikah Diyema. What's Sveikah Diyema? Sveikah Diyema is only in America. I'm not bringing the carbon in America. So even if there'd be days of celebration, it will be specifically for those people that would bring the carbon, and that would only be in Yerushalayim. The, the carbonus, well, there's a whole Shiloh which carbonus. But at some, if some people assume the, the carbon Shlomim that was brought on every Yom Tif, that you'd make up if you missed it on, on Shavuos. Every person. Yeah, every person brings it. It's an individual company. Does it depend on the Yom Yeah, yeah, every Yom Tif has. They... No, no, it was a carbon that was supposed to be brought on Yom Tif. And that was the carbon you would eat. And that would be the Simchas Basa that we spoke about. But if you forgot, you were sleeping. You stayed up too long learning. So you can make it up for the next seven days. What they... kind of a concept is making a Shekhi Oh, okay. That is, oh, good. That's why the, it's a very shver chagyank. We've got to save it for next year's shoes to talk about it. It's a very, very geshmak chagyank. How he's masbid with cancer, making up a shachiyanu. Shachiyanu was on occurrence. It happened already. Well, well, what more are you going to do? Okay, something to think about. Now, the chidah is a very cube shot. Very cube shot. The chidah writes, the reason why we make up day of seven days is because shavuos was the chasinah, and every chasinah has sheva brachas. If it says the chidah, that's why we have a seven day celebration after shavuos to celebrate the, the sheva brachas. I wasn't here this morning. I don't know. I, I'm sure they didn't. I, I, I don't even have to ask. I know they didn't. I know they didn't, but okay. Tomorrow's already right. So some people even try to quetch tomorrow. Because tomorrow's Monday. Because you really want to quetch. They did say Tachon. Okay, there you go. I don't know. To me, it sounds well, like... six o'clock. He wasn't there. <laughs> it seems like, again, you're pushing the stick already, but here in America, I was very surprised to hear some very litzvish shuls that are all joining the bandwagon uh, not to say Tachon. But again, I think pushing it to your gimbal is already a stretch. But the Shari Tshuva does bring down, he writes something interesting. He writes in the Shari Tshuva, he says, You know who makes the decision? The Baal makes the decision. Now, most Rabbanim wouldn't like to hear that because, what do you mean? It's my shul, get out of here. The Shatz makes the decision. So he probably means in a shul there's no pre-existing minute. 
It's just a pre-existing minute. You're not going to change the minute. But if you, uh, you go to an open-ended shul, you have a minion, a gathering minion. So then uh, I guess you could do it that way. I was at this, I was at my brother made a bar mitzvah yesterday. So we had our own minion. So when it came to Avarachim, so everyone was looking around, Avarachim, what do you do? So I said, some people don't say tachan during, during these days. Next minute I hear, I said, I didn't say we shouldn't say Avarachim. I said, some people don't say Avarachim. That's all you need. That's it. We skipped it. Okay, fine. But uh, so someone said to me, but, but we, we said Avarachim before Shavuos. I said, yes, that's for a different reason as we spoke about already. The Avarachim before Shavuos is accepted everywhere. Right? In Washington Heights, they only say the Shabbos before Shavuos, right? And Shabbos before Tisha B'Av. Right. So therefore, that's not a right what we do before Shavuos. But now... That's already subjected to this machlik. So again, I think we're stretching it, but uh, as, as we know here, we're, we're very make with Tachan, which again, the place can talk about. They point out because Tachan is Rishos. That's the lotion of the Torah. Tachan is Rishos, so therefore we're make But let's say, for example, the flip side, let's say for Hesper Vitainus. Again, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, I hold you can have big eulogies, but I don't say Tachan. The whole Isra comes from that, so you have to at least be consistent. What I did want to really talk about, this was just because today was Yid Gimel, but I really wanted to talk about an interesting shayel that I see now is very relevant as the weather gets nicer. So you see a lot of people, they're in their car, or they're on a bike, and they take the yarmulke off while they're biking or while they're driving. While they're driving, they take the yarmulke off, there's wind, so you take the yarmulke off, or they're speeding, and they don't want to kechal Hashem, so they take the yarmulke off, whatever the reason is. But you take a yarmulke off when you're driving, you take a yarmulke off when you're on your bike, take a yarmulke off when you're on a boat. So what's the argument? The argument is, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not walking. Everyone knows you're not allowed to walk Dalaramas without a yamaka, but I'm not moving. That, that's their argument. So there is legitimacy to that argument. Why? Because there's a Gemara in Kedushin. The Gemara in Kedushin declares this Shailah. Rachov ki mahalach Gemara wants to know if someone who's riding on an animal, the animal is moving and he's stationed, how do we look at the person? What was it negated to in the Gemara in Kedushin? The Gemara in Kedushin was talking about the case of Kibbut Av, Kibbut Rabbi. Right? The question is if the Rebbe's on the donkey, is that considered that the Rebbe's in movement? If the Rebbe's moving, I don't have to stand up for him. Or the Rebbe's considered stationary. The Rebbe's not moving. So if the Rebbe's not moving, so he's sitting. I have to stand, or vice versa, right? How do I look at his status? Is the Rebbe moving or is the Rebbe going, right? Is it Rochov Kimahalach Domi or not? So the Gemara comes out, the Gemara says, Rochov Kimahalach Domi. Then when a person's on a donkey, he's moving. So writes the Taz in Yeridea. People don't know about this because it's tucked away in Yeridea. The Taz writes, Lefidus Halacha, which is the way the Shochan the Rambam and the Tor Paskin. If you're on a moving car, and the car moves, you're considered moving. So if you're considered moving, you need to wear a yarmulke. So the Taz Taka writes in Yerodeya that if you're on a moving object, you're on a car, you're on a bus, you're considered moving. You're considered moving. You have to wear a yarmulke. Now again, the truth is, there's a whole sugya, we've spoken about this in the past, what exactly is the chiv as Rana to wear a yarmulke? Now, we know that the pashtas of the Gemara and the way the Volnagoyen assumed, it's only Amidus Chasidus. However, the task came along, he came up with a chukas going for yarmulke, which is very hard to understand. But we're generally careful to wear yarmulkes. I think that's the accepted practice today amongst, you know, Orthodox Jews. But people think, well, I'm not really moving. The, the car is moving, the bike is moving. It's 100% not true. The Taz writes before, it's not like that. The Taz says that when the object is moving, the Gemara says, Rochuf kimahalach tombi. You're considered moving. So when you're on your bike, when you're in the car, you're considered moving. You have to wear yarmulke. You shouldn't be able to eat in the car then. Why? So if you hold, that's a problem, right? We spoke about it. Right? If you hold, that's a problem. If there's such an iser. It grants the gate to a lot of things. It's negate to a bunch of areas. But people don't think about it like that because they think I'm not moving Dalaramas. Because we assume that moving less than Dalaramas is extra midas chasidas. And when you walk, Dalaramas, that's already, you know, you're supposed to wear a yarmulke. But according to this, you're on the bike, you're on the bus. So I know some people, they tell me that when they speed, the bedafka take the yarmulke off. Because they don't want to make a chal Hashem. 
from a cheshbon. Okay, maybe they shouldn't be speeding. It's a much better cheshbon. But l'halach l'maisa, it's not correct. I see people with the bikes. They hold the yamka in their mouth when they ride on the bike, or they're on the scooters today, whatever else they're on. That's it's not correct. The Taz writes in your day that rochov k'malach tomi. It means you're moving, you're moving. You're not wearing a yamka. You should be careful in the car. Get so you get a cap or clips or whatever else you can wear. But l'maisa, it's preferred that you should be wearing a yamka when you're moving, because we assume that rochov k'malach tomi. You're moving. If you're moving, you should be wearing a yamka.